You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. People are mirrors for us. You've probably heard me say this, or you've heard this phrase in some capacity. It basically means that the people around you reflect something back to yourself, but it doesn't always mean that we see part of ourselves in that person, because that would imply that we're the bad guy too, and sometimes that is just not the case. I find that with clients, this phrase can be very easily misconstrued and twisted into self-gaslighting, which is why in this episode, I'm going to share that there are actually two definitions of what people are mirrors actually means and how you can use this principle to instantly identify your triggers and heal your relationships right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. My name is Gloria Zhang. I am a relationship and inner child coach and I help high achievers create and attract healthy, thriving relationships by healing their inner child and moving on from toxic relationships. That was a long intro today. So I'm currently recording. It's about 8 p.m. in my office. I've got a nice hot cup of tea. Andrew is out practicing with his band. And I wanted to start with a bit of a personal update for you guys. I haven't really talked that much about myself lately. You know, we are always constantly growing and evolving as human beings. You guys know what my journey is and how difficult relationships have been for me. And so if you don't really know my full story, this might sound like a weird kind of announcement to make. But recently, Andrew and I have been chatting. We just had our anniversary. And for the first time in my life, I actually don't know if I want kids. <laughs> and I know it sounds like, what, what are you talking about? But for my whole life, I really thought my entire life purpose was to get married to someone, have a bunch of kids and be a housewife, basically. Like, that's what I thought the trajectory of my life was. And so much of it was social conditioning. And the fact that I lacked such a true sense of self-identity that I would borrow the identity of, oh, I'll just be a wife or I'll just be a mother. And that would be my life's purpose instead. And through every level of my healing, personally, I've just shed and shed these multiple layers of who I thought I was or these constructs of who I thought I should be. And so I honestly never thought I would get to this point, you know, because it was just always a part of who I am. I thought I would just always become a mother and not to write off the idea completely. Who knows, maybe in five years, I might change again and might decide that I do want to be a mother. But for the time being, this is a huge win for me personally to just be so content with who I am that I don't feel this need to jump into motherhood just for the sake of becoming a mother or just for the sake of having somebody to love. 
And of course, Andrew, my soulmate partner, my sacred union is always open and receptive to any of my thoughts, anything that I feel like sharing, I bring up with him. And he said, sure, let's do it. <laughs> it's totally okay if it's just you and me. Maybe we'll get a dog. Maybe in the future we'll have a kid if we're ready. Maybe we'll adopt. And we just left it up open in the air. And it was wonderful. So that's my exciting announcement. <laughs> and you know what? It's actually tied into the topic of today. This whole concept that people are mirrors for us. And it's not just people, but desires, our jobs, our money, the things in our life are all extensions of ourself. They all reflect something about our internal state. They reflect something about our values, our beliefs. And as you are going through your journey, I really want you to start thinking of everything in your life, all the people, all the choices you make, as having meaning, right? Everything is reflecting something about you because the things in your life by default are all extensions of you. If you have a cluttered room, if you have piles of stuff, there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it does reflect something about your internal state and in that a lot of the time you might feel cluttered or overwhelmed internally and it's being reflected and manifested in your physical environment. But beyond just physical objects, what about the people in your life? The people that you continue to choose to engage with, the people that you have a reaction to that really sort of grind your gears or get under your skin, the people that you are choosing to spend time with and to spend your energy on are also reflecting something about you. But it's not as straightforward as, you know, if you don't like somebody, it means that they do something that you also do that you don't like about yourself. That is one interpretation out of two interpretations, which I'm going to share with you today. Now, I do a lot of this internal interpreting work with clients. It's a huge, huge part of inner child work. But what I would say is the most important thing about other people are mirrors is the fact that we get to take 100% radical responsibility for what we choose to do with all of this information. I know it's probably one of the worst feelings in the world to be really triggered by someone, right? When someone just rubs you the wrong way, a person just brings out the worst in you. But what I want you to learn to see is that there is a lesson in there as well, right? That triggers our sacred callings that reveal to us the parts of us that still need our love, that still need to be healed. And it is the triggers that are essentially messages from your higher self, your wise self, whatever it is that you believe. That's actually a gift that we need to learn how to interpret and how to read. Okay, so that's my preface. So the reason I felt a bit of a calling to make this episode was that this came up in one of my coaching calls and I realized that I actually need to make it a bit more clear what I mean when I say people are mirrors, because I don't want people to just interpret this as, oh, if I'm triggered by someone else, it means there's something wrong with me, right? <laughs> that is absolutely not the case. So as you know, with my soulmate program, 
I work with high achievers who are at a point in their journeys where they're ready to take all the inner child healing work and actually translate that into tangible, healthy relationships. I'm helping people get into the relationships of their dreams using the inner child work combined with trauma-based dating skills. It's very effective, by the way. (laughs) And so these coaching calls, we hold them twice a week in different time zones, obviously, We work with a lot of busy people, right? (laughs) And we create a schedule that accommodates you. So you just pick whichever time zone works for you. And you show up to these wonderful calls. And every single week, I always start the calls with a theme of the week, something very tangible that we can implement and start getting you on that path to those thriving, successful relationships right away. And this week's theme was all about the idea of people are mirrors. Now, one of my wonderful clients brought up a point of a situation that she'd been dealing with. So obviously, I get to know my clients very, very well. We spend a lot of time together in the program. I really understand them inside out. I know about what's happened in their past, their current relationships, etc. And it was about the fact that she unfortunately still had to remain in contact with the narcissistic parent of her child. So I'm not going to talk about narcissism in this episode. Definitely check out episode number 21 to learn more about that. But it's a very tough spot to be co-parenting with a narcissistic co-parent, obviously. And she brought up a very good clarifying point of, well, if this person is treating me poorly, is being narcissistic, does that mean that I'm also like that? And that's what the mirror is. It's reflecting that I'm also narcissistic. And we had a great chat about it because it reminded me to explain that there are actually two interpretations of how to take this phrase and apply it to your own situation because she was the farthest thing from narcissistic. For her, it would be the second definition. So let's talk about the first one, first of all. Sometimes it does mean that we are triggered by somebody else because we see something in them that we also do and we don't like that about ourselves. Now, in the same conversation, one of my other clients inside this program during this conversation shared with us that she used to feel really, really bothered by her ex's passive aggressiveness. It would just get under her skin so much. And she told us that her therapist pointed out and kind of very gently called her out that she is also passive aggressive (laughs) or that she used to also be passive aggressive. And it was a very big wake up call, sort of this aha moment for her where she was very humbled and realized why she felt so activated around him because he was doing something that she didn't like about herself. And the fact that it was brought to her attention meant that she was aware of it now and she could take steps to working on it, which was absolutely wonderful. And by the way, a lot of our clients also work with therapists as well. The group coaching dynamic works so wonderfully and it very much complements one-to-one therapy work. So other examples might be in my past, I used to be very judgmental of other people when I was younger, mostly because I was really hard on myself. And I found myself really, really triggered and activated by other people who were judgmental. Not necessarily the fact that they were judgmental, but because I was also judgmental and I was seeing my own destiny in the body of somebody else that was going down this path of being superficial, being jealous, being judgmental of others. 
So it was almost like I was reacting to this projection of what my future could be because I was exactly like that person, whether or not I wanted to admit it to myself. And so what's really interesting is that a lot of the times we think we're being triggered by other people, but we're actually being triggered by our reactions to other people, right? We are actually triggered by our own emotions that we're activated by seeing these characteristics in other people. So that's very interesting. So that's the first interpretation is when we see ourselves in other people and we don't like it. You can always just examine the situation and see if this is true. And if it's not true, then it's probably the second definition. The second reason why other people can be mirrors, it's not that we are behaving like that person, but that person has illuminated a wound within us that is begging for our attention and begging for our love. In my past experience and in so many of your past experiences, I was so, so deeply entangled with these emotionally unavailable partners, also these narcissistic-like partners. The reflection in those mirrors was that it was a wound inside me. There was a part of me that was still craving the validation from people who couldn't give it to me. That was the wound. It was the abandonment wound. It was the neglect wound that was literally manifesting itself into these relationships, creating this never-ending loop of me constantly seeking out the wrong person, constantly performing, begging, and pleasing to try to win over these people who just didn't have the capacity to give that to me. It wasn't really about the partners, them specifically. Yes, some of them didn't do really great things, but it was more about the fact that I had such a deep gaping wound that I couldn't get out of those situations, right? They couldn't give it to me, no matter how hard I tried. The wound was within me. And despite the fact that these people didn't necessarily treat me well, it was still my responsibility to get out of those situations and actually start claiming what I deserved. You know, let's go back to the example of my client with the narcissistic co-parent. Part of the reason that she felt still so activated by this person, well, number one, that person was not a nice person. <laughs> and so I told her her feelings are completely valid and proportionate to the situation. But when she was so, so activated, it was because of another wound that there was a part of her that sometimes believed his words, right? That sometimes believed that maybe she wasn't good enough. And that was the wound that it was activating. That was the wound that is begging for her love and her attention. It's waving its arms saying, look at me, look at me, right? There is a wound here. And this is a part of you that still needs to be healed. And that's what we're going to be working through inside the program. Now, I'll give you one more example of what this means. So I have another client. Well, this could be several clients because a lot of people come to me with this issue around feeling really jealous, right? They feel jealous about their partner's exes. They go on Instagram or Facebook and stalk all their pictures and compare themselves to the ex. Or they start compulsively bringing up arguments around the ex and they can't seem to stop themselves from launching into these circular arguments. Totally normal, by the way, and something that we can totally work through. Easy peasy. <laughs> 
The wound in these situations, obviously some of it is an abandonment wound or fear of being compared, but there is another wound. And I wonder if you can figure out what it is. So the other wound that it's illuminating is that these clients don't know how to regulate the emotion of jealousy. That's the big one. And that's a very easy one because it just comes down to learning the skills. So we do a lot of work around emotional regulation inside your program and other programs as well, where we actually help you get to the point where you're just not really bothered by those feelings anymore, right? Where you can feel jealousy come up and it's like, oh, it's just jealousy. No big deal. You know exactly what tools to use. You know how to soothe and massage that emotion and transmute it into something else. And then you're good. Life moves on. You feel great and you feel like you've got a handle on this. So if I didn't tell you that and you went on the rest of your life thinking that it was always the other person's fault, (laughs) what do you think is going to happen when we don't take responsibility for dealing with our own emotions, right? Well, we will just end up projecting everything on our partner, right? We're going to blame our partner and start creating these narratives that it's their fault that we feel jealous, even though we are the ones creating these stories, we're the ones that are going online and stalking these people. We're the ones bringing up these arguments or trying to control our partners to make them do things that won't make us jealous when really the answer lies within us, right? And understanding that, okay, this wound literally is just a skill that was not developed because maybe you didn't have emotionally mature parents who taught you how to deal with these feelings. It left you as an emotionally stunted adult who doesn't know how to manage these feelings. So if you had a light bulb moment from this episode, definitely take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang just to share what your takeaways are. I love to hear from you all who write into me every single week. And by the way, I have a brand new free masterclass that's available. It's called Chosen. And inside this 50-minute free masterclass, I'm actually teaching you the number one way that high achievers can attract more commitment and more deeper connections in your relationships. So I'm really talking about the art of creating these soul deep committed relationships for that high achieving professional. You're going to learn about the number one reason why secure people actually commit to and choose a partner. You're going to learn more about why you keep attracting avoidant or clingy people. And I share a little bit about what a sacred union relationship feels like, what it looks like, smells like, tastes like. So it's free to access. Just go to buygloriazang.com slash chosen and you'll get instant access to the 50 minute video. Or you can click the link below and I hope you enjoy it. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. I'm going to be a little bit busy for the next while. I told you guys we just had our anniversary. And next week, my sister and I are actually going off to Cuba for a little bit for a bit of, you know, sister-sister bonding. And, you know, my sister is my second soulmate. She is one of the closest people to my heart. She's my younger sister. And I really wanted to treat her on this trip, first of all, because she's about to graduate from law school. Not yet, but soon. (laughs) And, you know, she's my honey bun and I wanted to do something special for her. But in the meantime, go check out my chosen masterclass if the topic appeals to you. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye for now. 
Are you a high achiever or entrepreneur who's thriving in your career but really struggling in your love life? You sound just like I was. I help high achievers just like you break the pattern of toxic relationships through inner child healing so that you can attract and create the secure life partnership of your dreams. Message me the words high achiever to learn about joining soulmate at by Gloria Zhang on Instagram or apply directly on my website by Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!